Hi, and welcome to Hack the Net, where every week we delve into the darkest recesses of the internet to find something interesting or even comprehensible. I'm Matt Kowalski. I'm Jeff Heron. I'm Louisa Heron. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> you should do Louisa Heron Kowalski. <laughs> Bridge the gap. Yeah, you're our, you're our daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I have that heraldic shield where people try to cram two into one because both uh-huh. things are equally important. <laughs> Yeah, so that it ends up with, like, a horse that's got a fish head or whatever. <laughs> that would be pretty great. It oh, would man. be really good. It's a three-headed dragon, but all the dragons are wolf heads or whatever. <laughs> I didn't finish Game of Thrones. <laughs> uh, pretty good. So. Yeah. Have we run out of steam already? I'm afraid. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, use your energy drink energy now. All right. Yeah, fit check. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Christ. Yeah. Uh, so we are, we're all, we're all giddy, we're all giddy with the, uh, energy of, uh, day after finding out that the worst people in the world are all extremely unhappy, so it's gonna be a weird one, y'all. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I yeah. definitely stayed up late, like, I saw somebody post about this, whatever the opposite of doom scrolling is, where you scroll through Twitter just to see how very angry and upset people are that you hate, mm-hmm. that's what I was doing last night, and it's great, it's a really good feeling. Oh man, I loved all the tweets about cops crying. Oh yes, I <sighs> love, I mean, listen, everything about Rudy Giuliani sucks, but you guys heard about this thing, this like weird press conference you they see did this? You about this? in Philadelphia? Yeah. What's this? I was making fun of you via Jay Leno impression. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Um, do you guys know about this this press conference that he did yesterday? Yes. yes. Did he ever do it? I saw the setup, which looks so sad. Yeah, I saw well, all the press okay. there. So here is what, ev- by every person who has examined this, thinks happens happened, is mm-hmm. Donald Trump yelled at Rudy Giuliani, book the a press conference at the Four Seasons in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. There is no Four Seasons hotel in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And so they booked the press conference at a building called Four Seasons Landscaping. Mm-hmm. Which I believe which was just... next to a dildo store and maybe <laughs> yeah. a vape shop. That's great. No, it's it's a it's a very dirty garage between a dildo store and a place where they cremate dead bodies. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Even better. It's incredible Incredible that this is what happened to this man. This terrible man. Oh, it's fantastic. Uh, it's really remarkable how you don't realize until, like, I didn't, I didn't realize until I got close to and then in New York how much people despise everyone who has ever been mayor of New York City. Yeah, I, it makes you kind of wonder if it's possible to be mayor of New York City without being hated. Not because, like, I'm not saying that the people irrationally hate the mayors, but rather, I don't know if you could rise to that level of politics in New York without already being a very shitty person. Yeah, I, I was just looking, uh, you, I was I had looked a while ago at, like, the approval rating for Rudy Giuliani, and across the country, it shot up after 9-11. He was, like, number one guy. In New York, it stayed the same. Like, 30%. Yeah. He did, like, his his view in the, pe- like, to the people of New York City did not change. That's good. Yeah. Well, they knew. They knew him. They had seen him. 
<laughs> seen him for what he truly is. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's true. I, I feel like there's a lot of that where, like, a person who has risen to a certain level in a city, uh, people outside of that city only see them after they've uh, already risen through the ranks, but the process of rising through the ranks can be... <laughs> Very revealing about your character. Mm. Yeah. Plus, it's that thing about politicians, the higher the level you get. Like, at the lowest level, somebody can be like, I hate the state of the schools in my town, so I'm going to try to get on the school board. And, like, that that person might be an okay person. But if you're, like, mayor or governor or president, there's the point where you're like, you know what? I really would like to be this thing. And then that makes you not really a good person to be doing it. Yeah. That's true. I do, uh... I do think it's very funny to see pictures of, like, a Rudy Giuliani when he was a young man, and you look at it and you're like, people didn't know he was a shithead then? Because, like, (laughs) looking at this picture, I know he's a shithead. (laughs) Like, this was on the cover of the New York Times and no one was like, oh, this guy's a bad person. (laughs) Is he involved in any crime families? Like, how did he get successful? I mean, his name is Rudy Giuliani, and he used to be the mayor of New York City. He's definitely, like, got mafia ties. And he got famous by being a, uh, like, a attorney general of New York who prosecuted Mm. crime families. Like, his Hmm. claim to fame before he became mayor of New York was that he was the person who ran the investigations into organized crime in New York City. And Whoa. if you think you could do that job and not be connected to the mafia, yeah. then yeah, you, you either don't live, understand. You either, live, you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Yeah, he was never a hero. My point <laughs> is that he prosecuted the crime families that were against whatever crime family he's a part of, because yeah. he is a mobster. And then yeah. one of them splashed acid in his face, and he became Two-Face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Weirdly, he became the Riddler. It was not connected oh. to the acid thing. Yeah, he's just the ugly Riddler. Capital U. He <laughs> <laughs> didn't want uh, to infringe I mean, on the trademark. Of- what you, d- if you say ugly riddler, you're just describing the penguin if you think about it. <laughs> he doesn't do riddles. He doesn't even have a gimmick. He's just like the yeah. ugly guy. He kind of does riddles in that he always tries to find a more subtle way to tie everything back to how he was mayor for 9 11, right? <laughs> oh, oh, the penguin? About Rudy Giuliani, right? I was yeah. talking about the penguin stuff. Oh I don't my know. god. I'm talking about the ugly riddler, Rudy Giuliani. I, I need to go back to Batman comics and see if Penguin was mayor of Gotham during 9-11. I mean, that might be true. Uh, Do you remember when they tried to fucking sell us on the Penguin being, like, Cockney? Yeah, yes, and how angry you are because he's supposed to be from a rich Gotham family, right? Me, I'm angry about it, too. (laughs) If that's not his deal, then why the fuck is he in Gotham at all? Like, (laughs) if you are- if you're from England and you're like, you know what I'm gonna do? Organized crime. Where should I set up shop? Oh, I know. The city where Batman does. What are you doing? Go to any other city, idiot. (laughs) He's way older than Batman. I thought he had his schemes going for longer than Batman uh, had been crime fighting. Uh, I I don't know that that's true, but even if that's true, like, I don't know, man. Just go live anywhere else, Penguin. Yeah, I think that, I think the current deal with him is that he's like, like the prodigal son returning to Gotham and trying to set up a business. and Ugh. Just go to Bloodhaven. You can take on Nightwing. He's a yeah. piece of shit. He doesn't, no one cares about him. The other criminals would eat him alive, though. It's called Bloodhaven, Matt. I yeah. cannot believe and that And you're just a little fat guy with a monocle. 
what are you gonna do next? Uh, Blood Haven. <laughs> what a stupid name for a city. I I Is imagine it in Germany. <laughs> you say that, but I bet you there's a place with a name worse than Bloodhaven that's real. Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, I imagine. Probably. I think Bloodhaven is supposed to be like the <laughs> the Newark to Gotham's Jersey City, where it's like the way worse one that's right over the river. Hold yeah. On. Are we gonna agree with the premise that Gotham is Jersey City? Because <laughs> I'm not sure I agree with that. Gotham is in New Jersey for sure. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's canon. I didn't make that up. It's so clearly an analog for New York City. Right, but it is canonically in New Jersey. Fuck. Do you guys... Okay, this is going to be a wild statement that I'm about to say, but I think you maybe will understand it enough to go along with me. Okay. In a lot of ways, New York City is in New Jersey. <laughs> yes. Agreed. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whenever uh, people are like, I live right outside New York City in Connecticut, I'm like, what? <laughs> the only yeah. place that's right outside New York City is New Jersey. And the fact that New York City is in the state of New York, like, there is nothing at all, there's no connective tissue at all between New York City and the rest of New York, where, like, <laughs> you see somebody talking about Albany and you're like, oh yeah, that's like in New England, I guess. New York City, everything about it, the people in it, the city, the structure, everything about it is screams New Jersey. Absolutely. Yeah. Agreed. Even, right, we've agreed. <clears throat> the, uh, the, like, typical New Jersey accent that everyone does is Long Island. Like, it's not yeah. a New Jersey, it's New York, the island yeah. that New York City is on. Yep. Yep. And, I mean, like, it, it's the most extremely away from the state part of the state of New York. Yep. But it's, like, right next to New Jersey. Yeah. You can see it from New Jersey. It's true. And you can't see it from New York because of mountains? I'm gonna say that. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Probably true. <laughs> all right, so we've all agreed New York has been annexed into New Jersey. Yes, motion yes. carried. Finally. All right. Now you got legal weed, Jeff. You're welcome. Hooray! <laughs> uh, I, I keep on thinking about... Oh, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, New Jersey made uh, marijuana legal, recreational marijuana use legal this past week. I keep on thinking about, like, I've never been a huge weedsman. Like, mm -hmm. I smoked weed a couple of times in college, and that's basically it. Like, am I gonna try it again now that it's yeah, legal? I genuinely don't guy. know. <clears throat> yeah. I'm not gonna become a weed guy, but like, <laughs> you know, I have a beer a week. Like, what if, am I gonna wanna try to do, do weed again someday? Yeah, I, think so. I don't I know. Would, I would definitely try like low level edibles if that was available to me. Yeah, I sort of am on that same page. Like, if there was a place near me that sold brownies that were delicious and would get me a little bit fucked up, mm -hmm. I'd probably do that. Yeah. Uh, um, I would go to a store and be like, can you give me something that would cure anxiety for at least one hour, uh, and mm -hmm. that won't taste like a skunk's rotting asshole? Uh, <laughs> and then if yeah. they could give me, like, a gummy that I could just swallow so I don't have to taste it, then I'd be good. Yeah. I also and then you have a uh, energy drink in your other hand, so after that hour, you can become extremely anxious yeah, again. Yeah, I could turn the anxiety <laughs> back on and get some comedy, baby! <laughs> I also want to know if once it's like federally 
legal and everyone is just like, yeah, whatever, we sell it, mm-hmm. sell weed wherever. Like, the cooking possibilities of it are yes. quite interesting. Possibilities? Like, yeah, maybe. Yeah, like, sure. pasta sauce would be interesting, or like, putting it into like a, a buttercream frosting <laughs> might be <laughs> I good. I think people do that already. <laughs> I yeah. know. Weed butter. I, listen, I know. I'm saying I could do it. <laughs> I see. <laughs> I heard a really good thing to put it in is uh, stuffing, because stuffing already kind of tastes like that anyway. Like a scud running. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're making your stuffing wrong, Louise. <laughs> no, she's been putting. Don't worry about it. She's been putting skunk glands in there, like they did in the old times. Yeah, yeah. beaver glands for vanilla and skunk glands for stuffing flavor. Uh, but no, I do have a question for you. Um, I know there's a million different layers of uh, when weed becomes legal, and in the past, people have been like, it's, it became legal in my state, and I'd say, like, oh, you're gonna go get some, and they'd be like, no, it's medical, or you can only buy it from a government store between the hours of 12 and 1. Like, is it yeah. legal in New Jersey now for someone to just be like, I'm gonna open up a weed store? You need to get a license, just like a liquor store, okay. um, but otherwise pretty much, yes, they're still hammering out the details of exactly what that licensing and inspection process will look like. Mm-hmm. Um, interestingly, this is not funny, but uh, uh, the mayor of New Jersey, not mayor, governor. The, gov- <laughs> the, governor. the mayor of the city of New York yeah. City, New Jersey. The penguin. <laughs> yes, the penguin. Uh, no, the governor uh, announced that the head of the cannabis regulation task force uh is going to be a female lawyer who has previously represented uh people who have gotten harsh uh jail sentences for marijuana possession so he has said that his goal in all of this is to make it so that the money generated from all of this will go to helping uh free people who have been incarcerated for like the drug like non-violent drug crimes which i actually think is really great and maybe the most progressive way of legalizing weed I've ever seen, so good job. Now, uh, I've noticed that in a lot of places, even if they say it's fully fine, anyone can just go buy some, you still aren't allowed to grow it, which I think is a shame, because I think it would be good to grow it, but you're probably not allowed to in New Jersey, huh? Not right now. There's actually, I mean, maybe they will change, but people are suspecting that it'll be a thing where you need to have a license to grow it. But it's what's weird is Jersey made medical marijuana legal like three or four years ago, Mm-hmm. And there's been a real challenge of there's just not enough supply for the demand. Yeah. Um, so that right now I think they grow 600 kilograms a year and there are enough patients that medically have prescribed marijuana to need like 13,000 kilograms or something. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that whatever this legal weed task force does, they yeah. are just like, yeah, anyone can grow weed. It's a $5 like licensing fee and then you can just have a weed garden. Yeah, because you could say people can't sell it. That would be fine. But if people could grow their own, that would get rid of a lot of uh, supply problems. It's true. Um, but then you couldn't tax it, so. That's also true. Anyway, that's not very funny, but it is uh, interesting. And mm-hmm. yeah, maybe someday I will have weed again. <laughs> I've never really thought about it, but it would be fine, I guess. <laughs> 
Yeah, it does sound pretty cool. There are so many ways now in which it's like classy. Like um, mm. back when I was on Instagram, someone I followed because she always put up really interesting uh, uh, things that she owned was uh, Dita Von Teese. She has a lot yeah. of antiques that were really cool. And yeah. she has Also, a- you love thinking about fucking Marilyn Manson. Was that Dita Von Teese? <laughs> I have to look it up. Hold yeah, on. they were married okay. for a while. Oh, I, yeah. can, okay, I cool. constantly conflate Dita Von Teese and Kat Von D. I yes, think Kat, Kat, I do the same thing. Kat Von D is the neo-Nazi one, I think. Yeah, Dita Von is, is perfectly fine, I think. <laughs> Please don't prove wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't cancel Louisa for... <laughs> yeah. Listen, we've all thought about fucking Marilyn Manson, it's fine. Go on. <laughs> Key in that, it doesn't have to be a fantasy <laughs> to think about fucking somebody, so... <laughs> yes, that's very true. <laughs> um, she has a rose gold uh, vape pen for her weed, and it looks so okay. amazing. And, like, she buys these fancy pastilles that are from some, like, Hollywood exclusive uh, weed company. There's amazing yeah. stuff out there right now. Yeah, it makes me think, like, if, if we... If the places where it's legal could just get from the po- the point of, like, this weird weed dispensary in a strip mall that looks like a place where you'd buy, like, air fresheners or whatever, mm-hmm. to just, like, oh, yes, this is my weed bakery, or, like, yeah. you know, here's a, a normal store, but in this area of the store there are weed things. That would be great. I wouldn't necessarily yeah. use it very much, but, like, I think that that would be a much less creepy way to do it. Yeah, all mm. those bougie stores that sell fancy teas and no one's ever going in there to buy them, if they also yeah. sold weed, that would be a perfect uh, lateral move. It's true. I just hope that it doesn't turn into a situation where there's, like, a big industry of lobbyists that turn it into a bad thing. Yeah, I yeah. mean, that's almost certainly what's going to happen, which is kind of a bummer. <sighs> well, Like, what yeah. is this, what is the uh, tobacco people? Yeah. Tobacco Philip is a- Morris? Right. Tobacco is a bad thing with no benefits, though. The only benefit is it helps alleviate the symptoms that it gave you. <laughs> right, but they found a way to make it worse. They well, were like, true. I think that it should be perfectly fine to, like, sell and buy a dried leaf, even if you're going to do something harmful to your body with it. I think it yeah, should be yeah. hyper illegal to take that dried leaf and dip it in tar and rat poison and then <laughs> sell it to people. Yeah, it's very weird that we are like, oh yeah, it, you are legal required to wear a respirator if you're working around fiberglass. Oh, but if you buy a stick of fiberglass and then breathe through it for an hour, that's fine. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. yeah. Well, hopefully it becomes so, weed, I mean, becomes so normalized that uh, they can't uh, do too much around it? I don't know. I yeah, don't know I will works. say that unlike tobacco, where you can't really just grow it yourself and then, like, dry it and smoke it and all the things you need to do to, like, get it <laughs> to be to, a cigarette. You'd have to turn your whole yard into a tobacco field just to grow enough for one uh, pack of cigarettes. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> but with with weed, like, I could see a day someday in the distant future where you just have, like, a planter box outside your window where you grow your one weed plant and it gets you high all summer. Yeah. Yeah, right next to your basil. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Louisa, what'd you do this week? Um, it's been a weird week, of course. Um, as uh, listeners, if you're listening in the future, you might not know, but this is the week of the election, and then the many days of uh, not knowing what the results were going to be. Which election was this now? (laughs) Matt, Uh, we talked about it 20 minutes ago. (laughs) (laughs) Mayor of New York City and the Penguin one. Oh, yay. Oh, no. I voted for him. Oh. Fuck Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Was he running 
think that's Bruce Wayne. <laughs> yeah. In my mind, yes. Yeah, I also would vote for the penguin over Bruce Wayne, I think. Yeah. <laughs> He's a man of the I... people. He's a cockney, like all of us. <laughs> He's really got that down and out vibe. I, I like voted Wayne for... Too pretty boy. Sorry, go on. I voted for Sportsmaster. Um, that's the way to be. <laughs> I don't know who that is. He's a, another Batman villain. I tried to go as obscure as possible. Sorry. Yeah, yeah no, you worked. did it. <laughs> yeah, mission accomplished. <laughs> I was going to think maybe Calculator, but that's not as funny of a name as Sportsmaster. That's true. The uh, problem is Pied Piper is maybe the funniest Batman villain, but also that's just another thing. Yeah, it's just yeah. another guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this week has been kind of in limbo, like not really doing everything every day because you're worried, but that's kind of been <laughs> like life for this whole year, really. Yep, for the past four years, really. <laughs> yes. Um, but I did some of my regular things. I took some walks. I went to get coffee one day. I went to the laundromat. So it felt good to like try to keep up uh, uh, the semblance of normalcy. <laughs> well, appearances to your own mind, I guess, is what I want to say. Yeah. I uh, do love the idea of, like, you are just going through your whole life being like, look, I- I'm walking outside. This is normal. Remember? <laughs> to me? I gotta get some photos of this so people can cr- congratulate me on social media. Yeah. <laughs> I do do that sometimes. Yeah, me too! Every time I make food, I'm like, everyone, tell me how good this food is. I'm the only one yeah, eating I'll it. Yeah, p- I'll post a picture somewhere just so that people can be, like, in my mind, I'm like, people are going to see this and be like, Matt's having a totally normal day. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. funny is. Is this a a disease? (laughs) I mean, probably. Yeah. (laughs) What's funny is you never properly internalize that, though. Like, um, they said Mm. the Instagram effect, you know, years ago was that you look and see all your friends are on a beach vacation and having an amazing party and you're like, man, my life is terrible compared to that. And you're supposed yep. to be able to realize that they are just showing the highlights just like you are, but you can't. Yep. You don't. <laughs> you do not. Yep. They are able, are unable to do that. Yep. Ugh. Anyway, life's been kind of like, yeah, normal-ish. It feels yeah, good. good. <laughs> it feels good when you are worried to just do something you don't really want to do that is mindless, like vacuuming. And then yeah. when you're done, you're still worried, but you're like, but everything's vacuumed now. <laughs> and that does feel good. And you kind of disassociate uh, yeah. while you're doing it. Yeah, that that kind of feeds into the thing that I was going to say I did this week. But, uh, I mean, we've been talking for a while. We don't have to, like, keep it separated. Um, yeah, I don't have so, anything else, so please go ahead. <laughs> so my pro strat for getting through this terrible week was uh i've been meaning to get a new desk for my office for a really long time yeah because my old like l-shaped desk was really uh bad for my back because i had to keep twisting around and stuff yeah so i got two new desks like a week and a half ago and then i was too depressed to put them together for a very long time mm-hmm. <laughs> you know like you do Yep. Uh, and then on the day of the election, I was like, well, I need to do something to keep me from continually checking 538 all day for the next several days. So I like took all every object out of my office and built these desks and brought everything back in. And it was great. I like I was so tired by the end that I just fell straight asleep. And uh, I wasn't as stressed about the election results as everyone else because I was too tired to care. That's pretty great. Yeah, it was uh-huh. very good. And now 
I've got a great new desk. All right. Pretty Is good. It holds both your computers. That was the concern, right? I have two desks, so one yeah. for each of my one for my personal computer and one for my work stuff. Are they which next to each other? Like, do you slide your rolly chair from one to the other, or how does that work? I can. Yes, they're sort of ones on one wall and ones on the other wall. Okay. You, okay, so you slide from one to the other so that you can do hacking better, and you say, "Damn it, I'm mm. in!" But I yeah, need as, to get past this last firewall, and you zoom as over soon to as your one other of computer. my computers get hacked. I spin yeah. to the other computer so that I can counter hack. <laughs> um, it's wild how much I feel like a lot of my life I have fallen into the trap that a lot of people fall into. Uh, my, our mother is extremely uh, culpable of this, mm-hmm. of being like, ooh, once I have this new thing, yeah. my life will be way better. Where you'll be like, oh yeah, I just need to save up for a better computer. The reason I haven't written my great novel yet is because I don't have a laptop. So once I get a laptop, then everything will be great. And like, obviously it isn't, because that's not how anything works. Yeah. Um, it's amazing how much little things, like a new desk, this desk cost me a hundred bucks. It really is so much better. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't think ahead of time, like, my life is going to be revolutionized by this, but it kind of has been, just in the last couple of days. I feel yeah. so much better about everything. That's what makes it so hard to think about uh, the dilemma, like you said. Uh, that dog. That goddamn no, dog, Jeff. Yeah, I, I don't know what is her problem right now. <laughs> but, like, uh, thinking, you know, if I had a great new chef's knife, I would cook more. Like, that's the false thing. But then if you yep. do like to cook and you do get a great new chef's knife, it makes everything a lot better. So then in yeah. the future, you kind of trick yourself to be like, yeah, if I did have, uh, you know, better paint brushes, then I would paint more. Yeah. Well, and I think, I think you do that thing with stuff where you're like, mm, a new chef's knife would be $800. But yeah. if I had one, I bet I would enjoy cooking more and like that kind of justification to yourself i think is inherently self-defeating whereas i think if you are just like oh man i like this also happened to me very recently i'm like oh man this cutting board is so old and beat up like what if i just threw it away and bought a new one today and i just went out to target i bought one it was 15 dollars. it was actually a set of two it's great (laughs) It, it's not all beat up and scratched up and everything, and it makes cooking way easier. Why didn't I do this years ago? Yeah. Did you know it was a set of two, or was that a pleasant surprise? I knew it was... A, I mean, they only sold them in sets of two at Target, so I was I like, see. oh, this is fine. But it's just like, like putting up with something that is fine, good enough, yeah. for years and years and years, when you could get a good one for like less than $20, and it would just make everything so much easier. I don't know why... I I feel like everyone does that, and I don't know why we do it so much. Yeah, I definitely have that problem, too. Or the way you don't notice something, like, mm-hmm. if you if a towel really starts to fall apart, like, the edge comes off, and you're like, alright, fine, I need to buy a new towel, and then suddenly, mm-hmm. like, it's so much more plush and absorbent, and you're like, I've been using an almost threadbare towel, but it happens so <laughs> gradually, I'd never noticed. I think a part of it is... Like, there's a weird thing of guilt around throwing things away, and it's absolutely justified because we all know, like, the Earth is being choked to death by all the garbage that we produce because people have these, like, one-use things that they, they buy and throw out. 
But I think there's a difference between, like, okay, I'm throwing away this styrofoam tray that my one meal came in, I ate one meal out of it, and now I'm putting it in a landfill. (laughs) Versus, like, well, I have been wearing these jeans for eight years, but I can't just throw them away. I guess I'll just keep them. Like, (laughs) no, you don't have to. And if you're never going to wear them again, just throw them away. It's okay. But I can't, even I can't take my own advice on that. Yeah, it's <laughs> no, hard. I do know what you mean. I think we were... There's a way to properly conserve and reuse things in life or, like, buy vintage clothes and repair those. Like, there's proper ways to do that. Mm-hmm. But, Matt, you and I were raised by people who just bought the cheapest thing and then, like, didn't buy a better thing, which is the yes. worst way to handle <laughs> trying to be frugal. <laughs> Or uh, conserve things. And so then I get into a weird headspace where sometimes I rebel against it too much. Like this past week, I bought a new mason jar. Just an empty mason jar. It was $2. Because I wanted it and it was new. And I could have saved and cleaned out like a tomato sauce jar or something for some fermenting I want to do. But I don't want to do that. I want a new jar and it was $2, so I bought it. Yeah, I I see so many people. And I, I think you're right, Louisa, that our parents were particularly weird about this but I think that might be true of a lot of people because so many people are like, oh yeah, I don't buy Tupperware. I just reuse the like plastic container that the Chinese food comes in. And every time somebody does that and brings like cookies or whatever over to my house, it kind of still smells like Chinese food, guys. Yeah. (laughs) You don't need to do that. (laughs) Here's the way around it. You make pork fried cookies. There you go. That might be good, actually. (laughs) Uh, I watched... I watched how the the season of Halloween Baking Wars. Do you guys know about this show? I know of it, but I haven't seen it. It's fine. It's good. It's like a good sort of not uh, super em- engrossing thing to watch during the Halloween season. Anyway, uh-huh. there was a new season this year, and one of the challenges a guy had to make a cake using a mystery ingredient, and his one was um, sauerkraut. Oh, and they made like, those already. Did they? Yeah. Sauerkraut cake? They who? Sauerkraut cake is very much a World War Two staple. Oh. Well, he, like, dried it out and candied it, like, candied coconut, <laughs> oh and then put it in the middle of, like, a giant macaroon, and, uh, a macaron, I should say, and, uh, they were like, this is amazing. <laughs> like, the judges were like, this is so good, how did you do this? Um, so, when you said a, a pork-fried cookie, Jeff, that's what I thought of, and now I yeah. want to try it. I'm imagining a savory fortune cookie that's filled with pork-fried rice, and I can get Ooh, into that. That sounds good, actually, yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, not even, like, just a normal fortune fortune cookie, I think, with, like, egg roll filling would be pretty good. Yeah, they're very yeah, sweet, I, though. Yeah. I mean, That's like, fine. You're now, Louisa, you're kind of just talking about those fried wontons you can get that are just, a yeah. like, filled with minced pork. Those things are yes. good as hell, though. I get those every time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, uh, Jeff, what did you do this week? Uh, so I have started watching a British game show called Taskmaster. Mm-hmm. Oh, isn't that Spider-Man's main villain? Yeah. Uh, this is a TV show where a bunch of British comedians fight a guy in a skull mask. <laughs> a bunch um, of British comedians challenge Spider-Man to do things better than, than he could do. Oh, right. Yeah, he's the ch- the challenge guy in the video game. That's yeah, weird. That's the main exposure <laughs> I have to Taskmaster, is that the challenges he has in the fucking Spider-Man video game are so fucking difficult and it makes me furious it's like beat up a hundred guys in 15 seconds go fuck you taskmaster okay i'm sorry go on yeah 
Uh, no, this is not that guy. It's a different guy. Um, it's a British game show where a comedian named Greg Davies, I think is his name. I should bring up some information about this show so I'm not just talking out of my ass. Um, I watched yes. the clip that you shared with uh, us in the friend Jeff, and it did look like a fun show. Yes, uh, it's Greg Davies and Alex Horn are the the hosts, and they have on five comedians and make them do mundane tasks, such as get this potato in that golf hole, but you can't touch the green. Hmm. Um, or uh, make this block of ice disappear. You have one hour. Go. Um, <laughs> or one recently was prepare a meal for the taskmaster using ingredients that start with every letter of the alphabet. You have two hours. Go. <laughs> that, that, that has to be impossible. <laughs> uh, they There's all no ingredients starting with Z, are they? <laughs> they Zero all did meal. it. Yeah, one guy used zebra meat. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what if it was like zebra cakes? Can you use uh, things that are probably yeah? But I don't think they have those in the UK, right? But they do have uh, other yeah. But they do have jammy dodgers, so you know it's a trade off. Yeah, they all managed to do it. Uh, Only one of them managed to make a like decent meal. Um, But yeah, I I just finished the first series today, and I would say that it is worth a watch if you enjoy... I guess it's sort of like, it's a game show in the same way that, like, Whose Line Is It Anyway is a game show, where, like, it doesn't really matter who wins, it's fun to watch, Um, but there's nobody doing uh, improv prompts, so it's much better than Whose Line Is It Anyway in that sense. (laughs) Um, Yes, anything that doesn't have improv in it is better than anything that does have improv in it. The clip you shared with us was Make the Most Exotic Sandwich, was the one that they were challenged with, and then there was a surprise challenge. Do they all have a surprise challenge as well. Not all of them, but there was a very fun episode this season uh, where the uh, one guy got tasks that nobody else got, <laughs> and he didn't find out until they were reviewing all the tasks in like the audience portion. That's pretty good. Uh, but then like before every commercial break, he was like, and then I had this guy count how many hundreds and thousands there were on this cake or whatever. <laughs> and he was like, what? Nobody else had to do that? God damn it. <laughs> That's pretty <laughs> so how does one watch this show if one wants to do so, Jeff? It is literally all on the show's official YouTube channel. Even the newest wow. season is going up there. Mm. Um, my YouTube has been, since I'm watching it from the playlist on the official channel, my first recommended video every time I open the YouTube app is the next episode of the show. <laughs> Pretty good. Um, yeah, I, I like it quite a bit. There is a season with Noel Fielding on it. Um, yeah, yeah, I like Noel. Yeah, yeah, I know he's... a lot of people have a lot of feelings about Noel from Paper's Bake Off, but I think he's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, Can if you were for a second about how I don't like Matt Lucas on this season, I, I, <laughs> I vacillate wildly on Matt Lucas. Like sometimes I hate him, and sometimes I'm like, oh, that's actually really great. Or like he actually tells jokes, which I don't know that any other host has ever done. Yeah. I- I don't care for his uh, Doctor Who monster that he plays. Mm. Yeah, that that turned me off to him a little bit, but he's better on Great British Bake Off. I yeah, think. he is That's okay, good. and he tries to like be a person. Because the thing about the host is, you want to see them talk to people and like maybe uh, cheer them up a little bit if they're really struggling. Because it's that kind yes. of show. Yeah, but he seems like a lot of comedians are like this. He seems like the kind of guy who wants to push your social norms to make you uncomfortable to see how you react. 
And I see him doing that on the show, and I do not like it. Uh, huh. I don't know that I've ever gotten that from him, but okay. Nah. I'll keep an eye out. Uh, no worries. Matt Lucas is not on Taskmaster. Um, okay. okay, good to know. But if, if you're an Alan Partridge fan, uh, Alan Partridge's sidekick, uh, Simon, played by comedian Tim Key, is one of the contestants in Series 1. I didn't know any of the names you said in that sentence, and that <laughs> made it funny to me to hear. I didn't either, but I'm told that Alan Partridge is a very famous thing. He was from the Partridge Family TV show, yes? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> no, I know uh, of Alan Partridge, but I've never watched it. He's a fictional character. I don't know what his gimmick is, but I know he's played by the director from Tropic Thunder. <laughs> oh, okay, good to know. Yeah. Steve uh, Coogan, I watched. Right? By the way, I watched the Brady Bunch Steve movie Coogan. this past week, and it's still Steve great. Coogan. Okay, sorry, Steve go on. Coogan. Yes. Steve okay. Coogan is his name, yes. You watched the Brady Sorry, Bunch movie? Is tell that us, is that what you did this week? <laughs> we already talked about what I did this week, but I did watch the Brady Bunch movie earlier this week, and it's still great. Yeah, it that struck the right... so fucking funny. Go on. It struck the right tone between the original show and, like, irony about the original show. Yeah, it somehow is... What's wild, as we were watching it, I realized that uh, this, the Brady Bunch movie is as long ago from us now <laughs> as the Brady Bunch TV. TV show was from the movie when it was made. Yes. <laughs> and so now it is a group of people in living in the 70s making fun of life in the 70s, but it seems like everyone around them is also making fun of life in the 90s, and that <laughs> is very funny. <laughs> yeah, true. It's great. Um, um, we're up to Louisa, correct? No, no, we did mine. It. I was the first one. Oh, hooray! Uh, so I have a, a <laughs> we weird dilemma. Hard, we gave you a hard time about this last week. Yeah, that's <laughs> you fine. Did not learn your lesson. You're supposed no, to guess. No, I didn't. Yeah, uh, we need to, Louisa. If Jeff's not going to change, we need to change. We need to expect this of Jeff and to welcome the fact that he will never remember this. Yeah, be the change you want what to see. What if I the just most? started my week over again and we just kept going until uh, we all realized <laughs> it was time to move on? Yeah. Uh, so I have a weird dilemma with the wiki this week because mm -hmm. the first one that rolled was the Vocaloid wiki, and we did Vocaloid lyrics like three weeks ago. Yeah, fuck yeah, that. yeah. I think uh, that's fine. The second one that rolled was something called UTAU wiki, which is a different Vocaloid software. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> What's happening? Yeah, let's take a break from Vocaloids. Okay, is, the third is one we got... Is this podcast, like, gaining the attention of the AIs? <laughs> yeah. And they're yeah. trying to replace us with vocaloids? There's a ghost in the machine, for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, the third one we got was Proteins Wiki, which Matt brought up as one of the humorously boring wikis. Yes, that's uh, true, I did. So, let's do Proteins Wiki, I guess? I, I guess we have yeah, to. Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Okay, cool, Fuck, I'm gonna man. drop it in the chat, here we go. <laughs> oh, God. Uh... So Vocaloid and Utau, you can go check out if you really wanted more information on Vocaloids. <laughs> um, we talked. I don't think we talked about on the show, but we were talking about how this is a minor. Uh, I guess we should probably give people a warning about this. We're talking about switching up our format again once we reach a hundred episodes, and we were talking about ways in which we want to do that. Um, and while we were doing that, one of the reasons we want to do that is we're starting to scrape the bottom of the barrel on wikis. Uh, and we were talking about some of the wikis we have left that are uh, truly abysmal and will probably be extremely boring episodes, and I brought up the Proteins wiki, so... <laughs> no, it's gonna go. be great. 
Yeah, this is the chaotic energy that we need today when we're all feeling bizarre. Yeah. Uh, I shared this with you guys, but I saw a funny thing recently that talked about how um, all these different specialized wikis used to just be called wikis, but then they mm-hmm. switched the name of them over to fandoms, which results now in things like file format fandoms, <laughs> because <Yep. laughs> people just wanted to catalog file formats, but now it has to be a fandom. And of course, yep. this is proteins.fandom.com. <laughs> I would yeah. point out that if you are the kind of person who is going to spend some of your life minutes, like, writing articles about file formats, you are a fan of file formats. I guess uh, so. We're all, got... form fi- we're all a fandom of proteins, right? They are the building blocks of the cell. I mean, I use them pretty much every day, so yeah, I guess. Exactly. I got cancelled by the file formats uh, fandom because I ship PDF with RTF. Oh no, you're a Tommy yeah. Ketone fan. Yeah, no, it's a it's a it's a age gap thing. They didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's <'Cause> RTF <laughs> RTF is a much older format. Yeah, yeah I get it. I get it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, so also you like to dress up in a diaper and one of those like baby bonnets while you're talking about PDFs. Boo. Yep. You're um, an adult teen baby. <laughs> this is maybe the most boring looking wiki <laughs> that we've gone to. Plain light blue background, plain uh, darker blue chirons. It just says Proteins Wiki Home. Welcome to Proteins Wiki. We're currently editing over forty seven thousand nine hundred and twenty one articles. It's a hell of a lot of articles. This makes me feel like... I feel like the wikis we do every week are like those... When you go to the hardware store and there's like a bunch of hammers that have like, uh, you know, glamorized handles or whatever to be mm-hmm. like, oh, this is a hammer for girls or whatever. Yeah. And like, obviously that's all dumb bullshit. Uh, but this is like the the no-nonsense wooden handle. This is a hammer <laughs> that gets things done. <laughs> yeah, that is That's very what this good. wiki is. And- this is a hammer that has a head that can only hit one kind of nail that you almost never need to use. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you still want to have it because when you do need to reupholster that couch, yeah. it's the only one that's going to really uh, get I was thinking of a tack hammer as soon as Jeff yeah. said that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so this uh, wiki actually has a sort of mission statement, which is rare, as we've found out, uh, but it is, the Proteins Wiki is intended as a community-moderated encyclopedia for proteins, with an emphasis on function and structure. Uh, editors are invited to upload verifiable, but not necessarily published, information about proteins and protein methods. Citation of published scientific literature and external links to other scientific database are encouraged where wherever possible. So there's no okay, protein I'm- fan fiction here. Yes, I was about to say I'm glad we don't have to worry about trying to decide whether stuff is fan fiction or not when we read our articles. Yes. But not necessarily published is in italics to emphasize, uh, I guess, the, the, like, pedants and and killjoys who are trying to delete people's original proteins they discovered at home. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. This protein is part of the supernatural universe. (laughs) It's a real protein, but it is part of that universe, so don't try to Uh say it's not. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there, it goes on about more stuff, but, uh, mainly they, this is for researchers, I suppose. Yeah, this seems to be a place where people who are, like, studying proteins in school could go to, I guess, cheat on their tests. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> Uh, which is great. I mean, like, I don't know that there's much to say about it. I feel mm-hmm. like this is what wikis were actually intended to do. Yeah. yeah. 
There's no polls um, about your favorite proteins or anything, though. I'm a little upset because the only protein I know the name of uh, is mm-hmm. Sonic Hedgehog uh, mm-hmm. because it's named after Sonic the Hedgehog. Mm-hmm. And oh, it really? Doesn't... Oh, I never. Okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, and it doesn't seem to have a page on this wiki. That's a shame. Uh, yeah, guys, this is a spoiler for later in this episode. <laughs> Our random pages this week are going to be real boring. <laughs> Yeah, I looked at the most popular page. Uh-huh. God, could had no idea what is what it is. I opened three random pages just to see what the the selection would be like, mm-hmm. and the ones I got were AT one G two o five seven o point one, which is a plant protein, <laughs> and then AT one G two six two nine o dot one slash FASTA, which is just a string of characters. There's yeah. no text in it at all. I'm also seeing a lot of AT one Gs, and now I'm wondering if. Uh, I can do a search for like some of the cool numbers we talked about earlier. Your 420s, your 69s, your 666s. Yeah, do it. I can't find um, so a search page. <laughs> Whoops. AT, AT1G is the prefix for Arabidopsis theliana gene models, apparently, mm-hmm. uh, which is the like the most common gene model in living things on Earth. Yeah. Yes, that seems to be true, because several that I clicked on also had that. Yeah. So, I don't know what a gene model is, though. <laughs> okay. I <laughs> am going to... to... chromosomes, I guess. I just discovered the name of another protein, uh, Robot Robotnik. And then, uh, let's see if that's here. It's not cool. Well, okay. Boring wiki. Robot Robotnikinen. Does it have like another name, like a uh, a string of characters that start with AT one G, perhaps? Because then maybe <laughs> the uh, it's the inhibitor of uh, Sonic Hedgehog. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Very good. Robotnik and then. Um, but I can't find on the Sonic Hedgehog Wikipedia page anything that looks like the string of characters that is that start the um the name of these pages. Damn. Hmm. Yeah, uh, this isn't funny because I keep looking up the cool numbers and it all just tells me in the plant Arabidopsis Ara- thaliana. It's the gene model for the locusts, and then it continues on with more numbers. It, they all say that. God, what a boring wiki. <laughs> I mean, I this is a real wiki, though. This is good. This is what wikis should be. We yeah, could right. learn something from this wiki. We what won't, the, but we could. One of the could. most popular pages, because that's going to be interesting, right? It has nope. to be. The it most wasn't. popular page is AT1G19480.2 slash biophysics. Biophysics? That's like a supervillain thing to do. Let's find out about that. <laughs> nope. This, protein... this is the only one written in, like, plain language that I've found so far. This protein is relatively neutral. Damn it. <laughs> That's literally what it's described <laughs> as. It's not even a cool spicy uh, protein. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it means in terms of acidity? Yeah. Yeah, it pH gives its pH level right after that. Do proteins have a pH? Wow. I feel like I'm a fairly intelligent and scientifically literate guy, and, like, I've never felt less like I understood what was happening than on this page. Yeah. All right. I got a random page. Uh Buckle in. Yep, let's do this. Uh, AT2G27340.4 slash FASTA. Here's what the page reads. Uh, Carrot pointing right. I don't know what you call that. Um, a greater than sign. Uh, AT2G23735.4 
four zero point four M V V V S L S L I V space V I. Yeah, we're done. We're done. Yeah, it it goes on like that for a while of series of what is it, ten letters and then a space. Yeah, there's like thirty six of them, I guess. Is this how they write out like a protein genome, like how you do tags for uh, yeah, DNA? Yeah, oh, but there's letters that aren't tags in there, though. Well, I'm not saying this is DNA, but I am. <laughs> what is this? Uh, there are proteins other than DNA out there, Louisa. No, there aren't. <laughs> there are forty-seven thousand nine hundred and twenty no. of them, according to this wiki. DNA is a signature of all things. Maybe you're not familiar. You think there are any disambiguation pages on this wiki? <laughs> Oh my oh, god. When you said AT2G2730, did you mean the, the one from this planet, or did you mean the one from the Marvel Comics universe? <laughs> the trouble with these oh. strings of letters, like a weird number station thing, is that you keep trying to find words in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I was man. What if, for that, What too. if all of nature is just a word search? Yeah, that's the signature of all things. Yeah. No, it's the jumbles. It's all just the jumbles. You remember that medieval theory that, uh, like, if a plant looked like an ear, it would be good for ear problems? Yeah, what is that called? The sign? The signature of something plants i thought no it's the it's the something of signs it's like the it, tenant that, of signs or something it has anyway. a few different names anyway that sounds crazy but it also sounds pretty good right like your brain wants that to be true <laughs> yeah i guess but this, <laughs> so you want there Im- to be words in here is what i'm saying that implies a plant a world where a plant is like mm, i'm good for ears i better figure out a way to signal that to these monkey people <laughs> Yeah, well, God's doing it, of course, but God, God's the Riddler, and he likes to oh, give yeah. you a little uh, test. Yeah, he yeah, works in I'm mysterious gonna... ways as just a, uh, like, fun way to say he's the Riddler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, see, I heard him speaking with a Cockney accent, though, so... Mm-hmm. Ooh, he might be the Penguin. <laughs> yep. He uses rhyming slang, so apples and pears are good for you if you fall down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a very good joke. Oh, Christ. (laughs) If the last decade is any indication, God's the Joker. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay, I got a random page, and my random page was AT1G21010.1. This is like a binary protein. I love Mm. this one because of all of the weird, like, uh, placeholder things in it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So it says, in the plant, uh, Arabidopsis... Uh, Thaliana AT1G21010.1 is a gene model for the locus AT1G21010 blah blah blah. Uh, physiological function. The entry below does not belong to this gene. <laughs> dun dun dun! What? You, then what? Why is it? Okay. <laughs> L- clearly I don't understand anything that's happening. Um, blah blah blah. Yeah, uh, Adenine triphosphate is in here. That's good. Uh, <laughs> All the hits. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the NADH contents. Kinase <laughs> with a strong preference for NADH over NAD+. So it's part of the Krebs cycle, I guess, in this plant. There the are 13, the Krebs cycle. 13 subheadings on this article. Yep. Um... Guys, I'm starting to think now all this AT1G stuff, I thought that it was like a super common protein. Is it possible that this is like all of the other wikis we've been to, where it's like the Heroes wiki, but then most of the pages are, are about Dragon Ball Z? Yes. Like, yeah. This is the pr- 
proteins wiki, but most of them are about proteins from this one plant, and that's yes, it. I actually Spoilers for Luigi, Luigi's, Luisa's random page. Luigi. <laughs> I called her Luigi first. Yeah. <laughs> You're too excited to say that. No, I'm... That I'm, energy drink is really yeah, taking over his brain. I'm in a cold sweat, and it's definitely lunchtime, so I'm going a little bit insane. Yeah. Um, yeah, I clicked through to the plant, and it's a completely unassuming weed-like plant, uh, also known as Thalecress, Mousier Cress, or Ar- Arabidopsis, uh, but it is the first plant to have its genome sequenced, mm, which is so why... that's probably why there's so much sense. of it. Yeah. It's a brassica, so it's related to cabbages. Shit. It reminds me of a pretty good gag from Taskmaster this morning, where the uh, guy who won the meal challenge named his soup Watercress Down because it was a rabbit soup with watercress in it. <laughs> oh. That's pretty good. <laughs> it's that a good joke. Gross. I mean, it's a great joke, I'll give you that, but it sounds pretty gross. Rabbit soup, ew. <laughs> Yeah, he just chopped up a rabbit and threw it in boiling water, and I was like, yep, this is British. Listen, I've eaten rabbit before, and that's fine, but I feel like you shouldn't put a game meat in a soup. Yeah, I feel like you shouldn't. Not good. Especially a soup with watercress, which basically has no flavor. You shouldn't boil meat at all. Well, beef stew is great, so let's not get too crazy here. Yeah, come on, Jeff. But you should brown the meat first. He didn't brown the rabbit? No, he chopped it up and put it in boiling water. Okay, well, that's that, not good. That's, yeah, nothing about that works. <laughs> I mean, he's like a 50-year-old British comedian, so it's expected. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, so I've given you my random page here. Yep. Did I? Didn't you yes, already I talk did. about it? No. Nope. <laughs> Oh, okay. It's just, it's a protein from the same plant is the issue. Yeah. Yep. Uh, AT1G47780.1. Louisa got the closest without going over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is also from the plant Aridopsis. I'm going to say, I got that part wrong, Arabidopsis. Italiana, probably, right? You probably don't pronounce the H. Um, I don't know. Well, it, the, all this stuff is Latin, right? Like the. Or is it Latin mixed with Greek? Names? Because in Greek uh, you wouldn't pronounce it. But in Latin you would. I don't know. I that. think it I think it would be Thaliana, because one of the common names for it is Thalecress. Hmm. Or is it Tailcress? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> or Talecress. Mm. Talecress is a Batman villain. <laughs> I think yeah. she's mm-hmm. Rachel Ghoul's second daughter. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> That's pretty good. Oh, God, that's a pretty good joke. (laughs) It is. (laughs) Um, So, the physiological function of this here plant, nope, this here protein of a plant, is Mm -hmm. the entry below does not belong to this gene. Uh, Yeah, it's the same entry as the one that I read about it being part of the adenine triphosphate Krebs cycle. Uh, I wasn't totally listening to you because of the numbers, and then my Uh brain stopped paying attention, but did your page also have a ton of red links about the tissue expression, the subcellular localization, like all these things, but the links are Uh, not good. Your page and my page are exactly identical except for the header. Damn it. Cool. Normal. Normal website. So, so you made a, a wiki that's about all proteins, but they're all the proteins from this one plant, and you just copy-pasted the same page most of it, most of the time? I wonder if they're hoping people are going to really get into, like, uh, 47780.1 and then come and fill out this page for them? Mm, yeah, maybe. Maybe someone will write a rap song it. <laughs> Maybe Will Smith will do the end credits song for this wiki. Mm-hmm. 
Oh my gosh. I don't want to get too into talking about other podcasts on this podcast, but I finally listened to the most recent season of This Sounds Serious. Mm -hmm. Did you guys ever finish it? Yes. No, I didn't even start season three. Uh, There's a joke in the middle of the season where they talk about uh, a rap song at the end of, uh, over the end credits of a movie. Mm -hmm. And then they do the full rap song at the end of the season, and it's incredible. Yeah. We've talked before about my bad parasocial relationships with the podcasters, and it is Dave Shumka doing that rap, and he also wrote it, and he's one of the writers, and then he is one of the hosts of the podcast that we like, Stop Podcasting Yourself. So I heard his voice, and I was like, oh my god, Dave's doing this your friend. (laughs) As soon as I heard in the middle of the season the joke about a rap over the end credits, Mm -hmm. I was like, Dave wrote that full rap. (laughs) I know for a fact he did. I know Dave enough to know that that's what he would do, and of course he did. <laughs> as soon as you hear that the rap is partially about yogurt, you're like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, it's incredibly good. It's yeah. a very good season. If you guys haven't listened to This Sounds Serious, you absolutely should. It is. Yes. Uh, it's it's a totally different kind of podcast than I normally listen to, but I love it. Same thing. I think that um, I think that we don't talk enough as a culture about the fact that Will Smith did an in-character rap at the end credits of Aladdin. Mm, yeah. I, honestly, I haven't heard it. I've only heard the Demi Edidjuwe Ed, uh, remake. Like, uh, no, the there's a there's yeah, there's a real one. And as the genie, he does a rap in the end credits, and no now, one seems to have cared as in our society. Now, Jeff, you. You brought up the fact that it's an in-character rap, which makes me start to confront some challenging ideas, because... <laughs> oh, God. Was he rapping as Jim West in Wild Wild I West? He was! Yeah, he was! He says, it's me, Jim West, at yeah. one point. Yeah. And <laughs> I don't think he says, think... it's me, Jim West. Well, he does say... He does describe Jim West as a desperado. Yeah, I think he but... said, in one of his, like, uh, out-of-song uh, uh, structure uh, comments, uh, I'm I Jim to, West doing this rap. I need to call my wife because one of her claims to frame is that she fame is that she can rap the entire Wild Wild West end credits, even though she's never watched the movie. <laughs> okay, all right. Is she? You know, uh, you no, know, she's at work. Damn, she's at work. Yeah. You know what's fucked up? This is not the first time we've analyzed the rap of Wild Wild West. <laughs> I remember us talking about this before. Yeah, that makes N- sense. Neither, that, neither of them. We were trying to figure out us. who was in Drew Hill. <laughs> Remember? <laughs> They're featured. Yeah. Uh, it was definitely, like, the Men in Black ones are definitely not re- from the point of view of the character of uh, Agent J, right? I think they might be not yeah. from him specifically, but from the organization as a whole. Yeah, he like says Like, they put we, it out as an internal training video. He says, we are the last line of defense against the worst scum of the universe. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, it's absolutely something that was commissioned for their, like, summer retreat. Yeah. Yeah, no, Jeff, you're not- you're, I'm shocked at how accurate your joke was because <laughs> it does give you instructions on how to be a man, man in black in the lyrics of this song. Walk in the shadows, move in silence, guard against extraterrestrial violence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just picturing, like, 
Agent Agents Q through T just sitting there, arms crossed, like, oh god, it's the rap guy from the break room, and he's doing a rap again for the yeah. for our. Oh god, are they gonna have the agent <laughs> Agent B do stand up comedy again? God damn My it! God, this is uh, yeah. this is eye opening. That if you didn't rap it and you just read the lyrics of this, you, this could be a training video for people <laughs> joining the Men in Black group. I love that. And I fully believe now that when Will Smith is a character in any of his uh, movies and then does the song, he is rapping as that character. Okay. I, I fully believe Yeah, that. I agree. That's crazy. The thing that's craziest about that is that I didn't realize he was rapping in character in all of these until Jeff said it just now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I would like to see... He literally sa- I'm sorry to interrupt you, Jeff. He Go literally ahead. says, the title held by me, M.I.B. <laughs> that is a line in this rap. Yeah, okay. It's very good. You nailed it. Uh, I want to see a Men in Black workplace comedy. I think that Men in Black International was mediocre enough that the next thing they do should just be, like, a handheld single-camera, like, streaming service sitcom. That's like the Muppets TV show that they did. Uh, they did an action cartoon when, like, the movies were big in the late 90s, early 2000s. But didn't they try to do something like this with, um, people who are, like, the team for a superhero? Who, like, helps build their costumes and shit? Oh, they did, um... It had, like, Alan Tudyk in it. That was... Yeah, that sounds right. What was it called? I think that was the, like, cleanup crew. Damage control? Oh, maybe. Dodgeball. Yeah, that's dodgeball. right. There's yeah, a guy on our team who's a pirate? <laughs> that joke is still funny for that movie. It is very good. <laughs> Alan Tudyk is the only funny thing about that movie. <laughs> it's um, really weird that that movie's kind of okay. Yeah, well, parts of it are kind of okay. A lot of it is, like... Rip torn, just riffing. It's it's pretty funny when he throws a wrench at that guy. Yeah, it's hard to tell how much of that has been soured by like people quoting it for so long. Yeah, you know, I think I think we're far enough past it that uh, it's like we can look at it with clear eyes. Can we all talk for a moment about how fur- infuriating it is that um, <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen ruined? quoting Borat, which was funny because of how old it was by making a new Borat. (laughs) Yes. I think about that shit all the time. Whenever I remember something and then it gets remade, I'm like, fuck, now people are gonna know about it. (laughs) I didn't want them to know about it. I wanted them to just go on what I was saying. The thing is that for so long when somebody said my wife, the real joke of it was making fun of how stupid everyone else sounded when saying my wife when it first came out. Like, we are just abstracting it one level further. But to release a new Borat, you've taken away the, the meta-commentary of the joke. Oh man. But Ugh. this is the recursive thing, like we were talking about earlier. It reaches a flat line where irony doing it and just doing it for real are the same. Yes. Uh, I true. want to... I... I want to watch Borat too because I didn't particularly care for Borat, but I'm willing to bet that most of the jokes of Borat too is that Borat has become too, uh, like extremely fast and a- too furious. Yeah, he's too fast and too furious. That is just like so extremely uh, ingrained in our culture that uh, it's not funny. Yeah. Well, I thought the Here's joke the would thing. have to be that he couldn't uh, go anywhere anonymously anymore, but from what I've heard, apparently he still can. That is part of the joke uh, in the trailer, anyway, that he, like, has to put on disguises as Borat. (laughs) That's complicated. (laughs) Yeah. The thing is, I think Sasha Baron Cohen 
is a pretty good comedian and has done some pretty good things, but Borat is so, so problematic. Yes. And I don't understand why a person who has some kind of concept of, like, being socially responsible would still do it now. It's that game of chicken, though, isn't it? It's like stooping to uh, horrible people's level a little bit to get them to reveal more to you. Yes. I don't like it, but that's the plan, that's right? That's not good, though. Yeah, yes, I, yeah. I agree it's not good. <clears throat> so I'm, I'm conflicted on it because, on one hand, Borat is probably, like, one of the most troublesome uh, characters, but, like, Sasha Baron Cohen is Jewish, yes. and his parents come from Eastern Europe, and, like... Is he allowed to? Is he allowed to? Is he allowed to? He absolutely is, and, like, I think that the stuff- I mean, like, there is a misogynistic vibe to it that I think maybe is sort of going beyond what he is allowed to do, which I don't love. Yeah. But a lot of it is, like Louisa said, like, pretending to be- the hate that he has seen against himself his whole life mm. to make other people feel comfortable doing it in front of a camera. I think um, that's and- given him the idea that it's okay that he does this. Right. And I can understand why you would feel that way, and I don't even necessarily think he's wrong, mm-hmm. but I do think that, like, at a certain point, you are just encouraging people to do it. Yeah, yeah. using someone who doesn't speak English very well and seems kind of clueless as a way to get people to let their guard down, it gives mm-hmm. me some bad feelings. Yes. And, like... It is a little bit weird. Like, I watched, did you guys watch the TV series that he did for Showtime? That was like, Ooh, HBO. I watched some. Yes. Oh, wait. I no, watched there's some... a new one for Showtime, right? Yeah, the, the, This Is America. No, I have not. Yeah. I watched some clips of it and it was very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, I watched the first episode of it and I couldn't watch it, bring myself to watch any more of it because a lot of it is him like pretending to be different people, one of them being like a like a military expert talking to prominent Republicans and just being like, "Yeah, but we can both agree it's fine to kick a kid in the face, right?" Yeah. And the Republicans are like, "Oh yeah, it's totally fine. You want me to say that into the camera? It's good to kick kids in the face." And it's like, "What at this point, I appreciate that you're getting these people to reveal who they really are, but no one is surprised that Dick Cheney believes this and is willing to say it to camera. And like, you're not even tricking him at a certain point. You're just you're just giving him a camera to say the things he believes. And I don't know that I like that. Yeah. I feel yeah. like the idea is that it would expose them, but there are no consequences for them being exposed. Exactly. So yeah. it would be one thing if it was like Dick Cheney said this and now he's in jail. Yeah. But it's just he's still Dick Cheney and he fucking sucks and I don't want to see him anymore. Yeah. I agree with that, but I do think that this that like that show and Sasha Baron Cohen's other things are perhaps the only satire I see do that that does actually make the people look bad. And yeah. even though they don't even though they don't suffer any consequences, it's not making it's not like making them seem disarmingly goofy or yes. like mm. 
sort of charmingly pleasant, like that Mitt Romney documentary or the Colbert Report. It kind of reminds me of the videos that you see of Jordan Klepper uh, from The Daily Show just going to, like, Trump rallies or whatever, and all he does is stand there and be like, okay, so you think the people should think for themselves? Yeah. Uh, and did you read this uh, this news article? No. Okay, but your flag says that you care about it, but you didn't read it? No. But you still think people should read for them- think for themselves? And it's just, like, just, te- like, saying the thing that makes you look stupid and then you not realizing it and agreeing with it on camera. Yeah. Yeah. Which I appreciate, but again, like, like to Jeff's point, I think those people watch the video later and they're like, look, I'm on TV. Like, they don't, they don't think, they don't realize that they look stupid. Yeah. And if yeah. they did, they wouldn't care. So. <sighs> oh, Is well. there an end credits wrap to this new Borat? <laughs> Uh, I thought you were going to ask if there was an end credits wrap to this show, and then I was going to demand oh, yeah, that you on, make Jeff. one up in character. Jeff, I'll beatbox for you. Okay. It's your boy. Me. Oh, well, man, hacking... I like this, like, cake approach to rapping. <laughs> no, I was just doing the, like, I'm really glad you stopped, because I got to the part where I was going to have to start doing it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my god, yeah, I've been staring at the lyrics to Wild Wild West this whole time. <laughs> I've been doing the same thing Men in Black. <laughs> Is it possible that Wild Wild West could be used in a uh, training video? Um, it mostly brags a lot about how they're going to kill Loveless, but in like a G-rated way, <laughs> in Will Smith's uh, style. He does mention Drew Hill in here, doesn't he? Yeah, he sure does. But he also, here's the problem, he says he's Jim West, but then he also says Big Will. <sighs> But he doesn't say he's Jim Will. So is this supposed to be another character outside of himself? He, in the character of Jim West, is expressing his admiration for Will Smith. (laughs) Yeah. It's me, Jim West, and I love Will Smith. He's my favorite guy because of the raps he does. (laughs) See, Jim West isn't a good rapper. He's playing a character, so... Uh, the best thing about all of this, the the very best thing, is that they are good raps. They're so fun. Yeah, that's the, the most the most upsetting thing about Will Smith is that like he's a corny Scientologist who like is kind of cringy, but he's pretty he's pretty good at doing those cringy raps. Oh man, I was watching uh, Nightmare on Elm Street the other day. Nightmare. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street just before <laughs> Halloween. Yeah, and I, and it made me think of that incredibly terrible unlicensed uh, Nightmare on My Street rap. I that fucking Will Smith love did. that, and it's still pretty good. <laughs> it's on a my rap Halloween song playlist, and every time I hear it, every Same. year I'm like, oh, I have Stockholm syndrome now because this song is great. <laughs> yeah, there's a verse. There's a verse he does as Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm assuming it's him with, like, a voice changer, but yeah, uh, that's the that's the song that uh, is the reason why the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air got existed, because he got so extremely sued for making it. Yeah, that's what an amazing story. It? I cannot believe that Will Smith was like, I like this movie Nightmare on Elm Street so much, I'm going to make an unlicensed rap about it. <laughs> No! What are you doing? You know that's not okay, Will Smith! He's one of the first fanfiction authors. <laughs> he's yeah. writing this whole thing, and then later he's like, oh no, people don't like that I did this? Damn! He's the original like, Harry and the Potters. 
<laughs> yeah, that's true. He literally says Freddy in it. It's not. Yep. He doesn't even obfuscate yep. it with one level. He samples the theme song to the, the movie. Oh my god, I fucking yeah. love that. The theme song with that like Casio keyboard uh, beat yeah. underneath. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I, while, I was, while I was watching the movie, I realized I think that Nightmare on Elm Street might be my favorite of the 80s like slasher horror movies. Because it's so and campy. The, it's very campy. It's very like, I feel like it could fall into the trap of being like haha isn't it funny how like goofy this is but it Mm -hmm. doesn't like it still takes itself seriously while having these crazy things like a tongue coming out of the phone to like make out with her while she's trying to talk to her boyfriend and stuff yeah and somehow it's still scary and there's that fucking scene i don't know if you guys have watched the movie but there's that scene where that that skeleton like descends into hell through a bed (laughs) and then the bed reform rematerializes and it's completely unmarred and it's amazing Mm -hmm. i've Um, seen that clip yeah i love it and uh, like all of the other slasher movies from the 80s had the soundtracks that were just like here's the theme to uh halloween like just sort of percussion um but nightmare on elm street has like a good soundtrack it's, it's like, really weird that you picked Halloween, the horror movie with the most famous theme song in the history of time. But you can't recall it in a second is the problem, because it is just like the psycho theme. <laughs> yes, it's famous, but then you're like, it's not musical enough to know it as a song. Exactly, and it oh sounds gosh. like a it sounds like an alarm going off on your phone. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Whereas the Nightmare on Elm Street one, like if it wasn't so iconically associated with it, that could just be incidental music on, like, ALF. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Was ALF a horror movie? He did try to yes. eat yes. cats. Okay. Oh, man. You would just need... If you... All you had to do was, in one episode, one scene, ALF be like, I mean, I could eat humans, too. And that's all you need to make the whole series a horror series. <laughs> I'm only choosing to eat cats. I could eat people anytime I want. Ha! Yep. Ha! That's what he says. That that's, my, that's my Alf impersonation. It was very good. It was pretty good. Yeah, I've never yeah. seen Alf. You should, you should be very proud of yourself. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I guess it's like that's one of the easy impressions to do because it's just generic Muppet voice. Yeah, yes. I feel like it's just like all you need to do is like put your chin back a little bit yeah. into your throat, and you're like, oh, I'm Alf. Yeah, kind of like a non-ethnic Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> yes, that's true. Is, is Rodney Dangerfield an ethnic See, when character? I said that, I don't know, but I think he definitely does the Catskills comedian style of comedy. Mm. I, I, I don't yeah, know if he's Jewish, but I think he does he do that. more does that, like, that Long Island accent Jeff was talking about. Though, yeah, that's like, what I think he's doing. I think he's got the, like, sort of blandly southern New York accent. That's true. But then, like, erase all of that and you've got Alf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's from Long Island. That makes sense. Was Alf just a Rodney Dangerfield? Like how Fred Flintstone is just a Ralph Cramden? Could be. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised. I think probably, yeah. Doesn't yeah. he, like, isn't he, like, down on himself and he chomps on cigars and stuff, too? Uh, I, I don't, don't think he ever part. smoked cigars because I think it was a kids' show. But <laughs> yes, otherwise, yes. Yeah, he wore ties sometimes. He wore Hawaiian shirts sometimes. Yeah, I can see that. Wow, huh. we're really we're really cracking some conspiracies open today, you guys. <laughs> All right, we've definitely been doing this for like three hours, right? <laughs> Pretty yes. much, yeah. Okay, yeah. All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening to the show. 
<clears throat> excuse me. Um, if you like it, please rate and review us on iTunes and tell your friends about the show so that we can continue to grow our listenership. Um, and uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can talk to us on Twitter. We're on there at HackTheNetPod. Or you can join our Discord and talk to us directly. We have uh, a great conversation going on right now about trying to collaborate to make a horny wolf uh, uh, visual novel. So if you want to get in on that, you know where to go. <clears throat> um to get an invite to that Discord, you can just message us on Mastodon. I'm on. I'm at Matt Heron at Mastodon dot online. Uh, I'm also on Mastodon. <laughs> Mastodon. Oh come on, Mastodon dot cloud <laughs> slash at Jeff JK. Come on, Jeff, Jeff JK. JK on... <laughs> no, I was yelling at you for coughing. <laughs> I listen. I didn't have any way to. I barely got through the thing I had to say, and then I turned as far away from the microphone as I possibly could. What do you want me to oh, do? Die? I thought it. Sorry, I thought it was Louisa. What? It's How fine dare if you? you cough. I would never cough. <laughs> <laughs> um, I um. Exist. I just found out. Yeah, no, I I'm on Snapchat and Instagram as Jeff JK, and I just found out that the theme song to Alf was written by Alf Clausen. This wow. goes all the way to the top. I have no idea who that Wait, is. Wait, is it possible that it was Will Smith rapping in the style of Alf? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, he's he does the score for many, many, many seasons of The Simpsons. Okay. Is there is there an Alf rap? I need to know. Oh no! Oh, I bet I've there's seen, an Alf rap album. I've seen Alf as a rapper on one of the Alf comics which is horrifying. Oh, oh yeah, yes. I, did I post that in our Discord? Yeah, I think you did. Alf, the original rap Yeah, I'm watching that YouTube video right no! now. No! <laughs> We're trying to nope. end the show. Stop watching videos. <laughs> you tell people how to do stuff. <laughs> Alright, people. Here's how you do stuff. You can find me on social media at Louisa <laughs> at XYZ. Okay, I stopped. Uh, anyway, alright. <laughs> Alf is such a good show, you guys. Let's watch Alf again. Yeah, let's okay. all get into Alf. Let's get really unironically into Alf. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening to the show. Please uh, come back next week. In the meantime, now you're playing with power. Mm, don't read the comments. Do your job. 